Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, General Manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. We are into the month of November and into Level 3 of the high school football playoffs beginning this week around the state of Wisconsin. Level 3, the state quarterfinals, if you will, as we really get into some outstanding matchups, especially here in Level 3. We'll talk about Level 3 a little bit on the, on the program today, but the bulk of our uh, WSN podcast for this week is going to be a conversation with Sharif Chambliss, men's basketball assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin, where we'll talk with uh, Coach Chambliss about his background in the state as a former high school and college player and now an assistant coach in, in the state of Wisconsin, and also preview the Brew City battle coming up next Friday, November 11th at American Family Field. Looking forward to a great uh, celebration of basketball in the state of Wisconsin, a men's game against Stanford, a women's game against Kansas State. Going to be a great way to showcase basketball in Wisconsin at a very special venue with a very special uh, environment, obviously. And also, uh, as we will talk about on the, on the interview with Coach Chambliss, we've got some special opportunities uh, in partnership with the University of Wisconsin to share with you for some youth and high school teams that might be interested in uh, some discounted tickets, some special opportunities before and after the game uh, to, uh, to celebrate the game of basketball. So if you're looking for more of that, you can find that at wisports.net as well. Uh, some Again, some special uh, pricing for youth teams, uh, some, some group pricing, and then uh, a little bit of what's going on in conjunction with that Brew City battle. So we'll have that conversation with Coach Shambliss coming up a little bit later. Right now, though, let's remind you to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Again, we're into level three of the high school football playoffs, but some of the other sports are into significant portions of their postseason as well. The boys' soccer state tournament gets underway this weekend at uh, Eline Soccer, or excuse me, at uh, yeah Eline Soccer Park at Kohler Engine Stadium in Milwaukee Thursday through Saturday. Division one, two, three, and four action underway. And then the boys and girls volleyball state tournaments will take place at the Rush Center Thursday through Saturday. The uh, girls uh, one through four, and then the boys state tournament as well, running in conjunction. Uh, again, at the Rush Center Thursday through Saturday. So obviously a busy, busy weekend as we wrap up several more of the fall state tournaments with football continuing on. Also this uh, this weekend and into the early part of next week is the WADA convention, the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association convention in Wisconsin Dells. Uh, looking forward to heading over there likely on Sunday sometime during the day, checking in with some of our great friends, uh, some of the athletic directors around the state, some of the vendors and, and partners that we get to work with as well. So a lot going on in high school athletics right now, certainly. And Monday, the first day of practices for girls basketball. You've already seen some of the great work that Norbert Durst has been doing with conference previews on uh, on Wisports.net. And uh, just that busy time of the year. Mark Miller's got the boys basketball yearbook is going to be shipping out very, very shortly. It's got some great content, uh, uh, top 10 lists uh, for each division on Wisports.net as well. So changeover season as we wrap up fall sports, move into winter sports and uh, just 
a lot going on. So you're going to want to make sure that WISports.net is your daily destination for all your high school sports information. Again, we're into level three of the high school football playoffs, and this is where things really start to pick up substantially. We're talking, you know, a lot of times a top seed versus a number two seed. And a lot of times there's not a lot of difference between the one and two in, in certain regions. You really get some titanic matchups. Um, we've got some great rematches. I mean, just going through and trying to pick five games for the game of the week, the Quick Trip and Wisconsin Dairy game of the week this week was certainly very difficult. Uh, some some big time spotlight games in Division One, especially. You've got two of the uh, absolute best programs in the state of Wisconsin over a number of years squaring off as Wanakee will welcome in Kimberly. As I've talked about before, since 2007, at least one of these teams has won a state championship every year except for two. Every year since 2007, at least one of these teams has been in a state championship game. And in fact, they met up in a state championship game back in 2009 in Division II when Wanakee got the win uh, that ended two straight titles for Kimberly. And here they meet up in level three of the Division I playoffs. Big rematch in the Classic 8. This one did end up winning the vote as the Quick Trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week. McGuanago at Muskego. This is the fourth time these teams have met in just over a year. This one will be held at Muskego. McGuanago won the regular season matchup. Of course, last year, Muskego won in the regular season. Then McGuanago turned around and won in the playoffs. So this year, McGuanago wins in the regular season, and we'll see what happens in the playoffs. It's going to be a huge, huge atmosphere. Uh, I would anticipate several thousand people will be there, maybe five or 6,000. We'll see. It's going to be a great, great atmosphere in Muskego. Division 2, you've got a big one, as I've talked about a few times. I think the two best teams in Division 2 are meeting up this week as Kettle Moraine will take on Sun Prairie East. And a very special announcement that we had uh, just earlier today uh, got things solidified and in place. We will be broadcasting that Sun Prairie East at Kettle Moraine game on the Wisports.net YouTube channel. High-quality uh, multi-camera production with uh, some great partners that we're working with on that. Bart Winkler, veteran uh, broadcaster, will be on the play-by-play. Uh, -play. Dan Brunner, the executive director of the WFCA, will provide color commentary. Uh, bummed that our, our good friend Bob Brainerd uh, was not able to, to do that one. He's got some other commitments, but uh, looking forward to, to this opportunity. And as I, I mentioned today, it's uh, part of a larger venture that we're going to be getting into next year where we will, we will produce a game broadcast for high school football every week, at least during the regular season and likely into the playoffs. It's going to be a high-quality production, multiple cameras, outstanding broadcasters, high-quality all-around um, production values and graphics and the whole deal. Uh, we'll have some more information about that coming out in the next uh, couple months, including uh, our, our schedule of games and, and where we're going to be headed for that one. But this, will, uh, this level three game will serve as kind of a test for us, a, a pilot opportunity for us to test out the logistics, the technical aspects, make sure everything's good and in place before we uh, dive headlong into it next year. So uh, excited to, uh, to, to do this. I will not be there. I'll be at the, the Quick Trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week at Muskego. But again, this will be a WSN broadcast 
facilitated with some great partners uh, that, that we're looking forward to working with. Sun Prairie East at Catamaran. Again, I think the two best teams in Division II. Uh, elsewhere, as we kind of look around, um, you know, in uh, in Division Three, some really good games. Monroe, how about that win that they had last week against Pewaukee? Came right down to the end. Speaking of uh, games coming right down to the end, New Berlin West knocked off top-seeded Martin Luther last week in a really exciting game that uh, did not get decided until the final seconds. Our quick trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week last week took me to Port Washington. Saw a great game. Uh, between Port Washington and Grafton. Man, Ben Fritch from Port Washington had himself a day. He was not even expected to be the starting quarterback coming into the year. Nate Useldang uh, was a multi-year starter for Port Washington. He went out midway through the season, and Ben Fritch slid over and stepped in at quarterback and ended up being the uh, Offensive Player of the Year in the East Central Conference. And boy, was he impressive against Grafton. Uh, running the football, throwing the football, he had an interception on defense. He had a kick return touchdown. He just did it all and, and took over that game. And he's just a junior and has big things in store for him next year. Uh, but Port Washington got a good win. And now they'll welcome in New Berlin West this week. Division four, again, some excellent games. We've got a rematch in uh, of a Northeastern Conference game between Little Shoot and Freedom. Little Shoot got the win the first time around. You've got a good game down in the southeast part of the state, as we're seeing St. Catharines will welcome in two rivers. Uh, and then I think one of the best games in the state, I, we were not able to fit it into our uh, game of the week vote this week, but how about Columbus and Ellsworth? Ellsworth was the runner-up last year in Division Four, gave Catholic Memorial all they could handle in that state championship game. And uh, they'll make a, a little bit of a drive to Columbus, who's undefeated, uh, knocked off Baldwin-Woodville on Saturday. And that's going to be a great game in Division 4. Division 5, got a couple rematches there as well. Southern Door and Kiwani, that's a regular season rematch. Southern Door won the, uh, the, the first game between those teams. You've got Prairie du Chien and Broadhead Judah as well. That one's at Prairie du Chien because Prairie du Chien won the regular season game over Broadhead Judah. And then uh, certainly one of the highlight games of the week, especially among some of the smaller schools in the state of Wisconsin, Defending champions going at it. Colby, who won it all in Division Six last year, they were 8-1 uh, and one in the regular season, but in a really, really strong grouping, they had to uh, go on the road last week as a four-seed, took down top-seeded St. Croix uh, Falls 28-0. And then on the other side, Aquinas, defending champion in Division Five, had one loss at the end of the year against West Salem. They ended up with a three-seed, had to go on the road to Northwestern, and very impressive beating the Tigers 38-16. to 16. You know, when we've talked about Aquinas in the past, a lot of that involves uh, and revolves around their passing game with Jackson Flotmeyer, returning All-State kid at quarterback. But they really got it done on the, on the ground last week. Very impressive for Aquinas. So now Colby goes to Aquinas, and actually that game will be played at UW-Lacrosse uh, Friday night in one of the marquee games. A couple, again, defending state champions going at it in Division Five. Division six contests, we've got uh, kind of a matchup that we saw last year where Coleman, who was the runner-up in D7 last year, took down Regis in the playoffs last year uh, to the surprise of many and uh, took down uh, a private school that most people consider the favorite. They've got an opportunity to do the same thing this week as the Cougars will welcome in 
St. Mary Springs, who most people have pegged as the favorites in Division Six, a private school with a great history, obviously. So Coleman uh, has its hand full, hands full against St. Mary Springs. We'll see if they can uh, get that job done again this year. Grantsburg is at, against Stratford. That game's at Grantsburg. Darlington on the road at Kenosha St. Joseph. This should be a good one as well. Darlington just one loss this year uh, to St. Mary Springs in a very competitive non-conference game. Um, going on the road do the Redbirds to Kenosha St. Joseph in a game that will be at Amici Field. And uh, St. Joseph undefeated has looked very good. So looking forward to uh, that one in Division 6. Marquee game in Division 7 for sure amongst some really good games. Regis and Edgar. Of course, much has been made about these two teams dropping down to Division 7 the last few years. But since Edgar won it all um, a, a few years ago, 2016 I think it was, they haven't won at all, these two teams. Last year, Regis, as mentioned, got knocked off by Coleman. Edgar's gone out uh, in the state championship game a couple of times during that uh, during that time after winning it all. Um, most people have these as the two best or, or two of the three best teams maybe in Division 7, and it's a great, great matchup between Regis and Edgar. Pepin Alma will welcome in perennial power Bangor. You've got Cashton taking on Blackhawk Warren. Should be an excellent game there. Cambria Friesland against Shyocton. Shyocton has not allowed a point yet in the playoffs. They shut out Lourdes Academy 42-0, and Lourdes has a pretty good passing game. They shut out defending Division 7 state champion Reedsville last week, and they take on Cambria Friesland this week as the Hilltoppers have kind of gone the other direction. They've had two very competitive one-score games. They had to uh, sneak by Hilbert. 20 to 14 in level one. They outlasted Johnson Creek last week, 26-23. So some close games for Cambria Friesland as they will take on Shyocton this week. While the uh, playoffs for 11 player are into level three, that, which is essentially the state quarterfinals, the playoffs in eight player are one level ahead as just 16 teams make it in eight player playoffs. So we're into the state Semi-finals already for eight-player. You have Siren taking on favored Newman Catholic. And then you've got Belmont coming off a, a narrow two-point low-scoring win over DeSoto, facing off against Wabino Leona. And those are neutral site games, by the way. Siren and Newman Catholic will be played at Chippewa Falls. Belmont and Wabino Leona will be played at Lamira. Both of those are Friday night at 7 p.m. So that's what we're looking forward to in the Level 3 high school football playoffs around the state. If you can get out to a game, awesome. It's a great atmosphere. Not going to be quite as good a weather, it looks like, as what we've had the last couple weeks, but uh, you know, get out if you can. And if you can't, try to check out one of those live streams that are available around the state, including, again, the WSN live stream that we're going to be doing this week, Sun Prairie East at Catamaran, one of the featured games in the entire state of Wisconsin, two of the best teams in Division Two, going at it. Uh, hey, let's, uh, let's help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Right now, we're going to move on from football, and we're going to transition to basketball and uh, that conversation with Wisconsin assistant coach Sharif Chambliss, talking about a, lo uh, a little bit about his background in previewing the big Brew City battle coming up next Friday at American Family Field. 
All right, and next up on the WSN podcast today, very excited to welcome in our next guest, Sharif Chambliss, the assistant head coach, uh, assistant coach, excuse me, uh, for the University of Wisconsin men's basketball program. Coach, appreciate you taking some time today. I know it's a busy time with practices underway getting set for the season. So thanks for taking some time to join us on the WSN podcast and tell a bit about what's going on with uh, UW here. Thanks for having me, Travis. Well, we, uh, we'll we we'll talk about the Bruce City battle coming up in just a minute, but want to take a chance while we have you to just uh, go through uh, your experience playing basketball, coaching basketball, growing up in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, you played high school basketball at Racine St. Catharines. You played for the Badgers. You spent some time at uh, Platteville in Milwaukee as an assistant. You know, coming back to Wisconsin a couple of years ago and, and being a head coach, or excuse me, an assistant coach for the Badgers, was that something kind of always on your radar that you uh, that you wanted to get back to when you got into coaching? I think it was way far down the radar. Um, you know, it wasn't something that I was thinking about right away. I, I think it's one of those things that uh, timing has to be perfect. And, you know, for, for me, the timing was great. You know, it was in the wake of some, uh, some tough stuff as far as Coach Moore, what he went through and his family went through. And uh, you never, you're never trying to, you know, you always got to remember why you are where you are. And, uh, you know, he left, a, he left, he has left a great legacy uh, when he was coaching here and, uh, you know, just the way he treated people and the way he poured into the university. Um, and, and if I could just be any fraction of that, I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a decent job with that then. And what does it mean to you as a former high school player in the state, a former college player in the state, to be able to return and, and coach in the state of Wisconsin? Well, first of all, you know, it's been a little over a year now, and uh, I'll tell you one thing, Travis, it feels great to be home. Um, just the connections that I've, I've been able to rekindle, um, the, the recruiting, I feel like when I go somewhere, I know a lot of people. Um, that's been great for me. Uh, for the for university also, uh, just having my family, having my sons, being able to grow up and understand what kind of what dad went through. I know they're young now. One's going to be six, or one's going to be four this weekend, and then the next month the other one will be six. Um, so those guys being able to watch it, be around the program, knowing that uh, we have a great leader in Coach Guard, and you know he definitely promotes a family environment, which is great for us. Well, one of the things that we're all excited about coming up very soon in a couple weeks uh, at American Family Field, the Brew City Battle coming up Friday, November 11th, uh, a men's game against Stanford, a women's game against Kansas State, first basketball game ever at uh, American Family Field. When you first heard about this and uh, got wind of, of this opportunity coming together, what were your first reactions about this opportunity? You know, when I think about uh, sports here in the state of Wisconsin, uh, you, you think about all the support you have from all over. You've got most people that are Badger fans, are Brewer fans, are also Packer fans. And for us to be able to have that come together, uh, with, minus the Packers, obviously, to be able to go down to uh, American Family uh, Field, I, we're so excited about it. Um, I, I definitely think it gives us a, a different um, – different focus of fan that we were able to hit us being able to play a home game in Milwaukee. Uh, first of all, it's huge. Obviously we, we've seen the turnout that we had last year for the NCAA tournament um, at five serve, but for us to be able to do a regular season game against a, a great opponent in Stanford and the women to be able to do a double header also that day, uh, I think it's just great for the state of Wisconsin sports period. 
when you play in these bigger non-basketball type venues what are some of the challenges for the players act during the actual game what is what is that like and you know what are some of the challenges that they'll be facing in a big non-basketball venue well for me i I, we really haven't had a chance to play in a non-basketball uh venue for me as thus far i remember we played in the syracuse uh dome back in the day the carrier dome uh out in syracuse my last game with Wisconsin, it was a little different, but this will be, I think, just entirely different with a with a baseball theme around it. Um, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to be at the home run derby when they had it back in the day. Uh, when Wendy Thielen got gave one of my really good friends, John Finer, some tickets, and we sat seven rows behind the dugout. And just to know what that place was going to be able to do down the down the long run with the the roof being able to close and us being able to have different sporting venues in there sporting events in there um, is going to be absolutely awesome. Uh, again, it gives us a chance for us to just draw a different crowd. Our Milwaukee fans, uh, Southeast Wisconsin fans, period, Racine, Kenosha, um, Cedarburg, uh, everywhere around Southeast Wisconsin, we'll be able to definitely draw different fans. What are you most looking forward to about playing at American Family Field in the Bruce City Battle and, and everything that goes into this cool experience? Obviously, we're, we know we're playing against a great opponent. Um, but maybe for every dunk we have or every three-pointer we have, hopefully Bernie Brewer can slide down the slide or something, or he can slide down with both. <laughs> uh, maybe have some fun with that. Um, but growing up, you know, growing up in Racine, we used to go up to County Stadium. So I remember going up to County Stadium a long time ago, and then when they decided to, you know, upgrade and, and they, they ended up building Miller Park, now American Family Field, we, we know that uh, – Wisconsin fans are going to come. They're going to come in, in, in droves, and hopefully we'll have a home court advantage still there. We're talking with Sharif Chambliss, assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin men's basketball team. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to some of those cool crossover uh, things that should go on, right? Uh, maybe Bucky sliding down the slide and uh, maybe Euchre on a call. We'll, we'll see what uh, what kind of cool crossover things are going to happen. Um, one of the really cool – Is Euchre is on the call? I have no idea. I, that'd be awesome, though, right? I mean, he's he is Mister Wisconsin. So uh, if they can get him on or, or get him, you know, on, maybe on a video screen or on the big board or something, I don't know. It, it'd be cool, though. I think you've come up with a great idea, Travis. We're, we might have to use that one. <laughs> there we go. Uh, one of the the really cool experiences um, that are available for youth basketball teams and players. Uh, are some some special opportunities at the Bruce City Battle? Uh, can you tell us any more about some of those youth opportunities that are available? I really haven't gotten into it because we've been focused on the beginning here of basketball season, but I'm sure they'll have a lot of stuff leading up to it. Uh, and, and I think that day, like you said, I think that day they have some events going on um, that we're really excited about. Uh, hopefully, again, it's it's more of just a more than a fan event. I think it's an opportunity to bring families together and go out and do something special, especially if their families are fans of Wisconsin, fans of sports here in Wisconsin, and uh, hopefully we can we can attract some new fans that, that usually aren't able to see it and see it's in a great venue. That would be awesome. We, uh, we do have some information on some of those youth opportunities. Uh, there will be a parade of youth athletes uh, that, that teams can participate in. There's special group ticket packages available, tickets as low as $19. You can wear your jersey into the game. You can get some... Uh, post-game photo ops on the court for uh, for teams, and you can find information on all of those 
youth opportunities at wisports.net. We've got an article there previewing uh, some of that and, and how to get tickets uh, as well. If your group is interested, your youth basketball team or program interested in uh, attending that game at, at some special pricing and again some of those special opportunities that are available uh, you know coach before we let you go this is just a, another example of the University of Wisconsin basketball program giving back being involved with the larger basketball community in the state you know what do you and the program see as your role when it comes to that larger basketball community you know the youth players the high school just the game of basketball in the state of Wisconsin I mean, we, we've got some great coaches here in, uh, in Wisconsin at the collegiate level. Um, obviously, Coach Lundy just starting, our, starting there at Milwaukee. Um, he had a great job, did a great job down at Queens. we got Coach Will Ryan up there, uh, one of my old former teammates, Freddie Owens, up there at UW-Green Bay. Uh, Coach Smart coming back to the state, coming back home to the state. Um, us as Wisconsin, at the flagship school in the Wisconsin, flagship university in Wisconsin, uh, you know, it's great for us to give back. We, we want to keep giving back because we know the state supports us and they expect great things out of us. But for us to do great things, we got to be able to give back and make sure everybody feels like they're involved and they're a part of it. And this is a great way for everybody to be a part of it. Come, show out, show out, be loud. Um, and we're just going to try to put the best basketball product on the court. Uh, we know one thing, our guys are going to play hard. So we're excited about that. Again, the Bruce City battle taking place Friday, November 11th at American Family Field. The men's game against Stanford tips off at 6.30. The women's game earlier in the day against Kansas State at 3.30 p.m. Looking forward to a great event. You can find some of those youth ticket opportunities at wisports.net. Coach, coming off uh, two conference championships in the last three or four years here, obviously a, gr a great amount of success continued with Coach Guard. And uh, we're wishing you guys the best of success this year. Appreciate you taking some time to join us today on the WSN Podcast. Travis, thank you for having me. Again, we'd love to see everybody come out. And always, as we know, on Wisconsin. Again, a big thank you to Coach Shambliss for coming on and, and talking a little bit about his background in the state of Wisconsin, the Bruce City battle, what it means to be a Wisconsin Badger and here back in the great state of Wisconsin. But hey, that will do it for today. We are excited to move into level three of the high school football playoffs. We're excited for state championships in boys and girls volleyball, boys soccer. We're excited to get basketball underway next week with girls practices, boys practices uh, just over a week and a half away as we move into the, uh, the winter sports season very shortly here. Let's take one more chance to remind you to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. That will do it, though, for today, for today's episode of the WSN Podcast. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you at a game.